0: So I, had to leave, unfortunately. I know we're going to miss his, his ad-libs those are some of my favorite but one thing about podcasting it's kind of hard to come up with ideas if i can be real for a second i think a lot of people can acknowledge that if they listen to a lot of podcasts i mean uh but i want to one thing i want to get down is uh we know brody I'm to play to the st- uh, strengths a little bit. One thing I talk to Brody a lot about personally, is movies. And if you remember high school and growing up with friends, there are certain friends that are like, uh, what do you call it, cinephiles?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> My friends, no. Not.
0: I don't think that's possible if you're underage. But anyways, uh, but yeah, we talk about movies a lot. Uh, I'm like a whole 10 years older almost than Brody. But we still have good conversations about that in particular. What 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 do you like about movies? What are you looking for in movies? What what is like? What's is there one particular part of movies like genre or the reason not necessarily why? genre, but like uh, what makes a, okay? What makes a good movie to you? What,
1: uh,
0: what makes a good movie? All right, like let's think. All right, what's the last good movie you you saw? Refreshing your memory.
1: Uh, the last good movie I saw was uh,
0: man, like eight out of ten. It's like it doesn't eight have to be 10. great. I'm just saying. A good Oh, movie.
1: uh, Avatar, the new Avatar yeah. movie that we, we just all watched that that
0: in theaters watched. the other day.
1: Very, very technical. Uh, uh Marvel, yes, uh, excellent, pretty good movie. Uh, but uh, I know this isn't really a movie podcast, so. No, we're just. But it was it was the last movie I saw that I really. Re- thoroughly enjoyed, even though there were a few things that didn't ruin the movie for me, but it wasn't a 10 out of 10, but like you said, it was an 8 out of 10, close to a 9. Uh, I think
2: what Noah's trying to say, though, is, excuse me, is, you know, what makes you a good movie to you? Is it the story? Is it the artistic value of the movie? The meaning. Of the is movie. it, like, for me, like, I love soundtracks and I love the art style, like, how shots are made, like the Godfather. It's not anything spectacular, but it's the way shot well. The yeah. shots are extremely well. I think we all love <laughs> You know, like even Avatar. Like Avatars maybe not may not have the best plot story wise. But the the cinematography, that's the right word. The cinematography, the art style, the the world building is something that that that's what I look for. I could care less about the actual story. It's almost like it's almost like watching for me it's almost like watching a documentary of art. Like I I like, for instance... like the, you know, the process of the movie. The process yeah. of the movie, yeah. yeah. I think I think it more about the movie than just the plot. Because plots are like cookie-cutters, if I'm being honest with you. Because most of the time, it's the hero always wins, and or if the hero does lose, then he'll come back and have a redemption arc later on. It's, it's never... There's not a lot of... Uh, there's not a lot of... Uh, there may be different... Well, let me phrase it. There may be different avenues of how he gets to the end result, but it's still the same plot. It's always the hero wins. That makes sense,
1: well, yeah, but not every movie is the same I'm not saying like, it is. yeah, well,
0: but i I know what you mean what I can bring up is like that's one thing i've been uh I like the cyberpunk genre, I did some research in that recently, because I've been curious about it. One thing they want to get away from is like the archetypical arch archetype of a hero and different uh around anything similar to that in movies typically like Godfather or Lord of the Rings, stuff like that, big like the classics we consider, uh, especially like around sixties and in that uh, older period of time, eighties I guess too, um, is that that genre a lot of the authors that later on uh, the books were adapted into movies and everything like Blade Runner and different, different stuff like that it you can look at those Blade Runner's a great example the It's pure like aesthetics, it's visual it wants to get you in the atmosphere, and it's uh almost a dialogue on like maybe what could what could happen or what could be instead of focusing on the actual characters. And I don't think I personally love plot and I like uh, Lord of the Rings and all that stuff and archetypical hero stories. But if, more than the average moviegoer, I'd say all three of us are probably I'm not saying we're any better than the average movie cover, but we enjoy movies to a different degree than some people do. And that's why I'm bringing it up to Brody, is because I want to find out what, what exactly. Uh, what are you looking for in a movie? It's like, for me, when a movie is really good to me, I'm fully immersed in it, and I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm like, I'm enjoying this experience. Is that anything similar to you, or? Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, when I watch a movie, if I'm really into it, uh, I really get into it. You know, after the movie, uh, I might find out more about the movie. I get really interested in how they made the movie, the people in the movie. Uh, I get really enthralled, and... The production, uh the people of, who made it, you know, everything about it. And uh yeah, I just I I, I enjoy movies that, that put me into it, make me feel like and it's kinda corny, but make me feel like I'm a part of the movie, make you know
0: yeah. Like, I want a movie that gets me I want to be like the main character. Yeah. He's just like me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Batman. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean it's almost speaking on Batman, it's almost like the new Batman movie that came out. Like the plot of it was not I mean, it was a great plot, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I like... That's actually a movie that I thought the story was really good. But Matt Reeves and his production crew had made some of the coolest shots. It's very atmospheric. It is very atmospheric. You feel like you're a part of that Gotham City, yeah. right? Like, especially the car chase. Yeah. Like, that felt grounded. Like, you know, like, you've seen car chases in movies and stuff like that. And it's, all and it's like... like they're destroying the highway. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's
0: not... It almost makes Batman look a little bit more psychopathic. Yeah. Like, he's doing anything to,
2: to capture the villain. Yeah without regard to any other people's lives. Yeah. No, he doesn't kill, but it's like at that moment, he's more about the chase than he is about the, the overall picture.
0: He's, he's less about, you know, saving people's lives and causing damage or not causing damage. Like in, do you think of, um, was it Christopher Nolan who did the best? Who the did Dark the Dark Knight series? The Dark Knight Nolan. Series? So Christopher Nolan and... Uh, James Cameron. <laughs> um, and thinking about how those stories were told that's how it's constantly changing. That's one thing I like about movies, because it's it is like you said, it's art, uh, to some degree. Not all movies are art, I don't think, but things that are moving us away from the tradition, traditional, and then changing our, our ideas and what makes a movie. You know, I, I'm trying. To Another mention.
2: good movie like that is also Mad Max. Oh yeah. I know some people don't like Mad Max. I'm not. The originals interested. or the new one? Both. Both. I actually kind of prefer the world building of the new one, but. Um you know Mad Max the story's kind of like awkward like i don't think anybody's ever glorified the Mad Max story but the world building is really interesting like what happens when literally gas becomes like a like a uh, like a selling point and it you know what i'm saying like it's really interesting same for like blade runner even star wars star wars is a little bit more uh forgiving for o- their audience than some like like for instance, blade runner is not a forgiving sh- series to watch y- you know what i'm saying like you had to be invested in the in the lore and the understanding of where this world came from. Or if you're just watching it just to entertain yourself, it's kind of, like, almost confusing. I don't want
0: to be lost in the complexity of a, a movie, but I also don't want to be just... Well, not always. I guess that's... Like, if you're just watching a pure action flick, that's one thing.
2: To watch Snake on a
1: Plane. That's all you need. <laughs> Snake's on a Plane. Oh, yeah. Classic. Another thing about Mad Max is uh, the reason why it might be so... Enthralling is because it is, it could relatively be realistic, you know. Uh, Whenever time it takes place, gas eventually could become a big deal, something that's worth more than gold or, you know, something that is worth life, you know, a currency. Yeah, because we can't, we wouldn't be able to function. It's like
2: water because they have to get from place to place. Exactly. you know, in when we're talking about this, I've always, I'm now wondering why we hadn't started a movie, movie podcast because we could we could just like have <laughs> our homework and watch one movie a week and yeah, and have a really it.
0: interesting podcast because there's probably a million other ones. Oh, yeah, but yeah. who cares? But that my doesn't podcast. matter. That my, my,
1: my, <laughs> that podcast. my podcast. We could have a you could have a uh, uh, a section of the podcast. It's like all right, welcome back to movie back to the movie movie, movie night. night. Oh, hey. oh, hey, there you go. There's another. You, would
2: you want to do that? Commentary? Like yeah, commentary about a movie. We can do like movie. Sure. Videos. Perfect. Anyway, we Do may that. we may bring that up. We may right. not. We'll see. What progress?
0: All right. Anything else you want to add, Brody? Like I, I genuinely, genuinely like to hear your thoughts about movies and or any other art forms, fine too.
2: Um. Well, you're big in pop culture. You have a lot of pop culture references. You're not knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge. knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one.
1: Knowledge. Uh. Well, movies and art. Uh, some people don't really find them anywhere any 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 way similar. But there are moments in film that are uh like Wes Anderson, a lot of his movies are very uh shot like art like pictures. Like each scene is shot and it, it each scene can kind of feel awkward and off. But that's what makes each scene just as special as the last. Because you feel like you're looking at a still painting yeah. or something that is just I know what you're talking about. Like uh Fantastic Mr. Fox. Even if even though that movie's animated and I guess you could say a kids movie, it still is like there's one shot towards the end where uh uh there's symbolism because there's a wolf at the top of a mountain and he's howling and he looks and the moon's behind him and it just stops and the whole movie just stops. What movie is this? Uh Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh yeah. And it is just an absolute just Incredible shot throughout the whole movie. It, it really makes the ending just as special as the scene before it, and the scene before it, and the scene before it. Just the whole movie from start to finish. And I, that's why Wes Anderson is such a good director. He, it, it's just art. Have you seen the Budapest Hotel? Yeah, no. I saw, really I saw his great. newest one. I
0: haven't seen all of Wes Anderson, but
2: he's a, a very good uh, director. I would recommend that movie. It's very, who it would be, I'm sorry, who is your all time favorite director, producer? Uh, we just talked about this. Just, just right talked here. about this.
1: Uh, my all-time favorite, I don't really have one, to be honest with you. There's too many good directors, made too many good movies, but like we were talking about, Denis Villeneuve uh, right now is who I'm trying to watch all of his movies because he made uh, Dune, Blade Runner 2049, uh, Prisoners, Enemy, and a few other movies, Sicario. No else no so far. Yeah, really, really, no, no, no mistakes, but I was also talking to Noah about how Dune... People have different opinions on movies. Like he thinks Dune is and you too Alec, I, I suppose also think Dune is a very good movie. I personally think it's a terrible movie. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. From start to finish I didn't. Like you know
2: it. why? Cuz he's not trying to it goes back to world building, you know, and having complexity in your stories. He's a, he's making the Dune for the people who've read the books. Yeah, he's, that's, not, make, he's not making Dune for the average watcher. He wants a committed um audience like building like a new franchise almost exactly yeah because dune i when i first watched and this is a good example when i first watched dune for the first time i had no idea what was going on but i started reading the books and now I've, i love that movie i've watched it like three or four times now Damn. And, you know i think me and you started reading the book at the same time didn't we yeah because yeah. we went and saw the movie
1: yeah but i uh it was just he was kind of shocked uh by how bad i just didn't like the movie from start to finish in. <laughs> He wasn't like you're an idiot, you know, but it was uh, it was kind of a funny moment because he was like he loves the movie, and I I just didn't understand it. I was like I don't like this at all, and uh, I tried to understand it and I just didn't like it. But uh, I should probably read the books. That would probably help. Be well. It's a long book, helpful.
0: but it's a very good book. But yeah. I think even De- uh, Denise
1: Denise Villeneuve. Denise um, Denise. Denise Villeneuve.
0: I think he even said he's like he wants people if one if one thing he gets from the movie is people want to read the book afterwards watching the movie, then he he appreciates that i guess I'm, I'm paraphrasing i don't know what exactly you said yeah but that's exactly what it did for me and i love the book too
1: yeah he's a right.
0: and adaptions that's one thing about a, a book adaptions or adaptions from other places like i don't care if they're fully faithful it's nice like if they get the gist right but if they want they have their artistic leeway to do whatever they want in, in their interpretation and sometimes it turns out good and then sometimes it turns out like those batman movies from what, the 90s you have nipple <laughs> batman and like, Credit card what, what's his name? There's been so many Batmans, but uh,
1: George Clooney's
2: Batman, yeah, best Batman. Well, I will say, like, Dune is pretty consistent with the books. I mean, there's something a lot different than the uh,
0: one made in the 80s. Yeah, I sure. don't like that one. That one's messed that's up. That's a trip. Yeah. If anybody is listening, uh, go look up on YouTube uh, Patrick Stewart's fight on the original Dune movie. It is, <laughs> it shows you how far CGI has come. Yeah, <laughs> they're, that they're
2: just when that happened, that well. For the book, that's pretty accurate, but not that. That looked like just a bunch of pixels flying around the room. Yeah, so it I wasn't, mean, it wasn't and really you good.
0: can't fault a lot of these books are stuff that they bring back to life or give life to. And if they're like 50 years old, especially with sci-fi, it's like they give you a general idea of what they the are. Like whoever wrote that book.
2: I mean, I can't remember, but didn't Dune come out almost like 19?
0: It was like it was
2: before Star Wars. I know that. Because uh doing influence star wars as well uh let me see here was it the 1965 was when the first book came out i think yes 1960 yeah so you got think in the 60s they didn't even have they didn't have a lot of the technology we have now so when they made futuristic books they didn't even have a lot of reference to go off of but what's funny is they had an idea they had an idea but what's funny is a lot of those references that they are those ideas that they put into books are actually coming to fruition now. I mean, obviously not big
1: flying cars.
2: Fly, I mean, flying cars not are still yet. not there yet. We also don't have big uh, worms that eat sand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, you know, like you guys are saying that that's one of your favorite directors, or I know that's one of Noah's because a lot of the movies that he watches, I, like Brody, yeah. Every I've movie seen I've seen by you. him so far has been excellent. Excellent. He, you know, in saying that, he has the ability to make. He's a good world builder. You know? And I really do think that's what separates good producers or directors from bad directors. I'm not going to say any bad director, J.J. J. Abrams. Um, he's Every every movie he's made, I can't... Some some directors should stay producers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, as far as we can tell, there's a whole... Zack Snyder, J.J. J. Abrams.
1: Okay, Zack Snyder's... He's not a good... Zach yes, Snyder,
2: he is. Zack Snyder was the... He's reason. okay.
1: He's a good director. No, yes, he, he made a... Justice League good.
2: He made it... Yeah, but that's tolerable. tolerable. Yeah. No, it, it was tolerable. better. It wasn't tolerable. I, I, I enjoyed
1: the edit. It was four hours.
0: But, you know. No, I didn't like it. Sorry. That's fair. What I wanted to bring up, because Brody brought up um, our Dune disagreement, but I also disagree with him on Bullet Train. Which you, I think yeah. you saw too, Alan. I thought it was a
1: good movie. I don't I think it was, was great. I thought it was a
0: very, very enjoyable
1: movie. Brody loved it. Even if it was Goofy, the colors. Who I was think the about director it was good. movie? David Leitch.
2: David Leitch. Oh, he's the same one that did... Uh, John Wick, right?
1: Yes, he did John Wick, Nobody, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, Violent no, Night. Violent Night. Violent yeah, I hate movie. that movie.
2: That's a terrible movie. Though. You watched it? Yeah, it's terrible.
1: It really, it really was bad? Yeah, it's so stupid. Well,
2: oh. then you have
0: these, like, you have directors like Denis Villeneuve that I think take more time in their craft, and then there's other directors that are just popping out movies, and, like, they'll hit a chord on some, like John Wick, and then have a lot of success, but then they keep making other movies that aren't quite
1: as good. Denis Villeneuve comes out with a movie once every, like, five years. He's kind of like Quentin Tarantino.
2: Yeah. 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 That's a good director too. I know his movies are gross, but like every one of his movies, you leave like stunned, stunned <laughs> by the the. I've I've never left one of his movies. I don't like Kill Bill. That's the only ones I don't like. Oh, that's, a good, that's But good. like oh, okay. oh, and Hateful Eight. I don't like that one either. I never saw oh. that one. That one's just a bunch of guys sitting in a room cursing, pretty
0: much. It's, like, it's stupid. <laughs> I'd rather watch one Twilight of those movies where they hire as many celebrities as they
2: can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like w- uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that was a good one. I like that one. Um, but. But my, I think my favorite, and I have I butcher his last name because it's hard to say, I think my favorite director is Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. Is that the right way to say Scorsese. Yeah. I mean, I like his, because he, he does a lot of uh, movies based on like, well, he's an older director, obviously, but a lot of his movies are based on like mafia-related things, and he uses the same actors over and over again to make these movies. Like, you got think The Irishman, Taxi Driver, oh, yeah. Raging Bull. That little cast, crew cast. Yeah, but, there, but he... I, but he also picks the actors that play the roles perfectly you know Irishman is one of my favorite movies of all time I know it's dirty but the storytelling is pretty I good need to watch that it's long okay. what is that uh, who who did
0: um Apocalypse Now and that other one Francis Kubrick, Ford Stanley Francis Kubrick.
1: Ford Coppola no, Stanley Kubrick
0: was in that movie though he was he did assist um Francis Cord- Ford Coppola is yeah. another one I know, like He's what great. did he
1: do? I know he did Apocalypse Now. He
2: did, nah. what? Yeah, Godfather. Godfather. Oh, he made go. No no, 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 no. Francis Ford Coppola?
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did.
2: <laughs> he did, but I think. Let me see here. I don't know if I'll ever watch the third oh, one. Oh, no, I'm wrong.
0: I've never. I, wrong. I've
1: only seen the first two. I've never seen the third one. Stanley I heard Cooper, the third one was terrible. Stanley
2: Kubrick is Shining
1: Full Metal Jackets. That's yeah. the first movie I've watched his. Yeah. He did. I just watched Apocalypse Now for like the second time. 2001 a Space back. Odyssey. Very good. Which World edit movie. did you watch? The Final Cut, the one that's like three and a half hours long.
2: Well, now?
0: Yeah. That's a good movie.
1: Very good movie. Very, I very saw good
0: good movie. that IMAX in Austin. Oh wow. It was blow I was blown away. Did they
1: throw water and stuff at you? <laughs> no. Very good movie, though. Yeah. Kinda well. the ending was kinda uh out there, but I guess that's what they were trying to show how the horrors of war I guess. The horror. The horror. Oh, what's his name? The act that actor. Uh Oh, Marlon Brando, Marlon was, also Brando. In, was also in was also Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Forgot about that. You know what's funny? And Charlie Sheen.
2: Uh, the Godfather. They were trying to find who could play the Godfather. Yeah. And they had a tough time getting uh Marlon Brando to do it, but once he read the script, he sh- just showed up, and he'd like... He like, showed up, and he just started saying things.
1: <laughs> there was no script he involved. Was, that him. was Marlon.
0: They did, that that lisp isn't t- necessarily Italian, or whatever voice he has.
2: You know what? Did you know that uh Mario Puzo, the guy who wrote The Godfather, also wrote Good, Goodfellas, Apocalypse Now? What? He assisted? Yeah, he was the assistant uh hold on here. Is he 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 wrote the scripts for Godfather, Scarface, oh, Goodfellas, wow. Apocalypse Now, Shawshank Redemption, Wow. Pulp wow. Fiction, Schindler's List. Wow. Now now the only, Thank book, you, Mario. the only the only actual books he wrote like as an author was the the Godfather series, so like the Sicilian, Almeretta, Fools Die, The Godfather, The Family. I want to read those books really bad, but um, but he he wrote the script. I'm, I'm reading it right now on right here. Wow,
1: he read a lot. Uh, he wrote a lot. Anyway, I appreciated Mario.
2: What's funny about uh, him? Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't know that, wow. but he's the reason that the Godfather came to fruition. Wow, because he brought this. He brought the. He brought the the books became bestsellers back in the '60s. I think it was the '60s when the the movie came out in like early si- late '60s, right? I think so. You know who
0: another big name? I mean, it's more recent than these other guys we're talking about, but um uh, shoot, uh, he's huge in Star Wars right now, John Favreau.
1: Oh yeah, he's a really good. Director. He,
0: didn't you know he made? He wrote. I think he wrote and directed
1: Elf.
2: I think I that was remember. one of his most successful movies. Yeah,
1: and Spider-Man:
2: No Way Home,
1: and Chef. And yeah, he's Mandalorian and Andor. Andor. If it
2: wasn't for him and and uh John uh, John Favreau, not John, John Favreau, uh, and John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni, the the Star Wars universe would have crumbled already. It'd be just like the DC. It's, it's insane the the comeback that they've had since the sequels. Now w- I will yeah. say I will say none of their <laughs> shows really. have been like peak. Like Obi Wan, I thought was fantastic. A lot God, of people will like disagree both. with you on that. I thought it was pretty good. I think the fight scene. Because the the rest of the show was kind of iffy. I felt Obi Wan was more of like a, a service to the fans. I think. Yeah, I don't think it was meant to uh, bring anything right. to us to the plot. Andor
0: is like a, a very. That's not the pacing that you typically see in Star Wars.
2: Andor is frustrating me because it's it it is the best Star Wars show I've ever watched, and a lot of people are not talking about it.
1: Let's tell that's television. You haven't seen Andor yet. I think that's no?
2: why because it doesn't have any big characters in it. It's not like typical Star
0: Wars. It's very. Uh, but I appreciate that a lot.
1: Yeah, they uh I heard it was the best Star Wars since the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> best Star Wars uh in film to
2: unpopular day. opinion. I think the prequels are pretty good.
1: I thought the prequels were great except for the Phantom Menace, but the rest of them I thought Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones are two of the best. Star
2: I think Wars if we didn't get that one, ever. we wouldn't we wouldn't have got anything else. Um I mean do, I mean am I wrong? Maybe yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Yes.
1: They would have just skipped over that one and gone straight to two.
0: Just so we don't make the entire podcast about it, do you have anything else you want to talk about movie wise? Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've
1: been. I'm fine with that, though.
0: I like this. Okay. Yeah, this is nice. I wanted to ask you before. Uh, I wanted to ask you if there was anything you personally know about Brody that you guys like to
2: talk a lot about. I know he's a shoe head. I don't know if that's the proper terminology, but I know you like yeah, shoes. Yeah, that's a great, great one.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why do
2: you like shoes? Because, see, me, I, I just wear like whatever <laughs> I can find but like you and Zach are both like the fashion of shoes. Yeah, the fashion of shoes. What why?
1: Um, well, I think the reason why I like shoes so much is because of the um and uh because <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, uh I <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I think like he said fashionable is kind of, you know fashionable uh i don't know is that the right word is there a better word than fashion why, why do
0: you like why are you a sneakerhead? head i think they're just cool
1: yeah. it's cool to be able to have a few pairs a statement it is uh you know it's a fashion but statement how pair. does
2: how does the shoes tie into your fashion um or your fashion choices you, like why do you're they wear
1: in this shirt yeah why would you pick these shoes because they match because they look that good it? together?
2: Because, like, Zach like, Zach's like, well, it has to be the same brand or it has to be a specific brand. Yeah, no, I don't. It doesn't have to be It have to be the same color, but it has to be a specific brand.
1: I go with color. For him, it, it is brand, but for me, it's color. Because, like, but unless you're wearing Nike sh- shoes or, yeah, Nike shoes with Adidas socks. Like, that's a little weird. But <laughs> if it's just, like, like a, a separate brand, it's fine.
2: See, I would never know the difference. I'd be wearing Adidas shoes and, and, and like, Prada. Under Armour socks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care.
1: But uh, what about you, Noah? Because I know you're you're a pretty big shoe collector, or you like fashion. I appreciate shoes. it. Why, why? Why did you start to collect them? I don't collect. them. <laughs> well, you know, you have a few pairs. why did I you have buy a few those pairs? Few pairs? But
0: uh, I like having nice things, and they're
2: nice. I do say, I will say, like with Noah, there was a point, probably early this year, that you were really big into changing the way that you dressed. I don't know if that's continued or not. I really don't know. We don't haven't talked about it in a while, but has that continued like your fashion sense are you are you still trying one, to change one part of me
0: one part of me wants just to blend in most of the time i don't, don't like attention and we're in east texas deep deep east texas so you, there's a kind of i wouldn't say redneck but like roughneck style like i appreciate it and it's just kind of easy to uh, fall back on but another part of me is like i want to express you know express your style more build a style that's more kind of city like but we're kind of in a twilight zone. We're in between. We're in the close enough to the triangle of Texas, so
2: it's a weird mix of metropolitan and country. And it's also very weird here in this town. I will speak on this, and it may be a little bit controversial. We have a lot of ignorant people that live in this town. So if you dress a little bit more to impress, if you will, flamboyant. I wouldn't even say flamboyant. Like there are times that like I'll see someone wearing and i'm 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 a i'm a i feel like this too I'll see guys wearing shorts a pair of dock like these like hey dudes you know with no socks and a and a and a polo or something similar to that oh my and my, they're not my dad owns a yacht club yeah, yeah. And you think you think you could call him queer and everything else like oh, that my, yeah oh, all right that's what you think it's just because that's so that's it. i don't i'm not saying he is a queer or anything like that but i'm saying that is the that's what like towns like this that are still quote unquote considered small are you, towns. Let me
0: rephrase this so we don't get in trouble. Um, I'm
2: not. We're not gonna get in trouble.
0: It's here. Uh, you're saying if it's a bit more, maybe not feminine per se, but like flamboyant. I'd say flamboyant. Yeah. <laughs> if well, if yeah. You let me
2: finish. I tell you, I'm saying it's a, it's a stigma that sticks to towns that are small. They think because you dress a certain way. Obviously, you know there's there is caveats to that. You don't want to be. You know, so for instance, if you're wearing shorts, polo, and a pair of doctors, you're not. That doesn't mean anything, you know. But there, but they, there's a stigmatism of appearance and judging somebody about how they dress over who they are as a person. It's yeah, it's kind of obnoxious. I so, think it's they just ingrained in? It's comments. ingrained here in these small towns.
1: So like stereotypes. Yeah. Like if you see this, yeah, so. you're stereotyping somebody yeah. based
2: off how they're dressed. There, that's the there there. Could have could have summed that up in yeah. five seconds, yeah. but you know, oh well.
0: I think there's something. Cool about people rocking the confidence
1: of a yeah.
2: certain style they've chosen. And unless you wear a wife beater, then you're just weird. Yeah, that's weird. Time and the place for it. You guys can't see <laughs> when Noah when you're home beating your wife. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I do not condone that. That's terrible. Yeah, that's bad. Just the children. Just, just the kids. No. <laughs> Maybe. No.
1: You can't see Noah, uh, but he looks really good today.
2: Yeah, you did dress really nice. Yeah, he looked good. He looked cozy. More comfy
1: clothes. Like yeah. a flamingo with a. <laughs> Checking on.
2: <laughs> anyway. anyway.
1: What about you, uh, Alec? Would you ever, if somebody ever came up to you and were like, hey, I will pay you to change your style right now for the rest That's of your life. Question. Like, you, because I know you, you're, you're a big. Burn your uh, entire wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, you're a big, uh, you're a big uh, uh, flannel, not necessarily flannel, but checkered, uh, button down kind of guy. Like, I don't, to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen you outside of that. But Classic dad core. Yeah, if somebody came up to you and were like, hey, I will literally pay you to burn every Item of clothing in your house, I will give you something. But it's let kinda... me tell you the secret. Well, what would you would you do? I'm it? a fat
2: cow, <laughs> so that's the only stuff that fits me properly. Um, if I were to lose weight, more weight, uh, you know, I'm trying. But if I were to lose a lot more weight, I could probably change my style. Yeah, so and like, I was getting to l- that. Let's point. say the conditions were perfect for that,
0: and you're like, yeah, you have like, there's budget and isn't a problem, and let's let's go, let's go to the city and let's buy, buy some But what it you, has to be something
1: it has outside be different. Of what you wear.
0: Yeah. Right now.
2: I mean, that is a very good question. I would say yes, but I would still probably fall back on my roots. Because it's comfortable? Because it's comfortable to me anyway, regardless of how big I am, how small I am. I just like not having clothes that are so tight on my body. I like having, you know, like an undershirt's different, but like, I don't want my shirt that I'm wearing, that everybody's seeing, to be so yeah. tight that you can see my nipples. And, well, anti, loose clothing is in right
0: now. At very yeah, end. big like, deal. It, that that nineties baggy yeah. fit, but it's more style I mean, a little
2: bit better than it was back then. I don't know, nineties was terrible. I, I don't see how that was <laughs> any that's not a good example. Would you
1: ever wear a spandex suit if a man came up to you <laughs> and gave you slid you fifty dollars and like, hey, put this on right now? Fifty million? Yes. No, fifty bucks. No. Just, you could buy like uh I don't know. What could you buy You can't
2: bucks? buy yourself a steam bag with fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My reputation. <laughs> I just want to take a few pictures.
2: You know, what what era do you think had the best dress? Oh.
1: Man, that's a hard one.
2: No. You think really? so? Like was, 2020? Yeah, we have the culmination of all styles now. No, I did, I would disagree. I think early 60s. If you early if you mean 60s? if you mean like yeah. what was the what was everybody wearing?
1: Like hippies?
2: No, early 60s, not 70s. Early
1: 60s no 60s was, cool. was wasn't 60s. Early
2: 60s is where they were getting away from the whole suit and ties all the time. Oh uh, yeah, but they were not um, flower power, you know. Uh, you know, isn't that funny how the 70s kind of changed the way we which of course none of us lived in the 70s but if you look at like pictures of like literally early 60s and then late 60s and then 70s and then 80s how that one little era of time period that decade-long period of time totally changed the way we we see fashion yeah Yeah. all it took is a couple people to be awkward and it it changed everything probably the boom baby boomers wanting to get away
0: from that like their parents and authoritarianism
1: you think so yeah that was a big deal they They want to be
2: rebels and so that was the rebel generation and then i'm assuming the rebel generation grew up and found found became fashion fashionistas <laughs> in a way yeah um i also think and now they're running they're, now they're running the office now <laughs> present
1: celebrities um or people in power who dress differently also can influence a bunch of people like uh for example uh uh should have thought farther than Kanye? Me. Yeah, Con- I mean, oh that's really good.
0: I mean not now but Kanye uh
1: in the early 2000s his style was completely different and a lot of people were definitely affected by what he wore and now he has his own brand of clothing. So, I mean
2: Yeah, it's going to be called the Fourth
1: Reich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: I'm <laughs> Poor in, Kanye. in talking about Kanye. That's a weird topic. Like what happened?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I it, well, he lost his mom. And he got divorced, and he lost his kids, and a bunch of stuff happened really fast. And he also said, he just recently, in an interview, like a week ago, said, uh, and this probably doesn't matter, but he was like, I might have autism. He said that. So, he, that might uh, be th- awesome. I think he just says
2: things to get traction. Uh,
0: yeah. All right, I think it's, if you go look at his earlier interviews in the 2000s, when he first started making music, it was pretty awkward, man. He's always been like that. like.
1: But now they've given him somewhere to speak, and he's... Like he went on the Alex Jones show and when he said he likes Hitler, even Alex Jones was like, Okay, dude. Like, that's pretty bad to make he- Alex Jones uncomfortable.
2: I think I think he didn't know how to word it. I'm not I'm not trying to give okay. him the benefit of the doubt. You can appreciate somebody for certain things but disagree with them and totally you know, like for instance, I don't believe in killing the Jews. But if, if Hitler had I you know, if Hitler had ideas that were something that you could take like does that make sense? Like you 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 have to read everybody. you can't not you can't just pick and choose, for instance, like Stalin and all these people. they're terrible people. They're evil people. But in their minds, they were trying to fix something that they saw that was an issue. I'm not saying they were right. So no one's in this in the comments, anybody listening, I do not agree with anything that they did, but in their minds, they thought they were right. So they actually did something about it that they thought was right. Does that make sense? They may have been skewed people. They may have been absolutely full of the devil, but does does, does that make any sense at all to either one of y'all?
1: So you're Uh, saying they were pretty determined people. Yeah. Well, Hitler was a pretty determined guy. I mean, he killed.
0: If I'm picking up. I mean, it's evil. If I'm terrible. If I'm making kind of a loose analysis, like what, a few years ago he had Jesus as king. Kanye released that album. Yeah. And so I don't know if he was trying to, his weird form of Christianity or religion, he's trying to say he loves everybody equally. That's one thing, but he didn't per- quite say that, so I don't know. I don't think he's a. That was really I, I don't think really he's a Nazi, me. but I do think he is really pushing it hard. He's doubling down on the, uh, what's it called when you make, you shock people on purpose. Shock value. Shock. Yeah. He's trying to. He's trying to. He just. He's, he's doubling down on what he's already
2: been doing, and it's really coming back bad now. Yeah. Well, he will never be out of the limelight, though. He'll always be in the spotlight. He'll yeah. Always but it's going to consume, it's gonna consume, it's gonna consume gonna him. It's going to die in that. Exactly. It wouldn't surprise me it's the next surpri- 10 years he What surprises gone.
0: me is there's nobody that's reined him in at this point. Well, no one around him probably cares anymore. I think he's like, got you know he, he might have pushed
1: everybody away that cared. Probably. Do you think he'll ever go under? Like, he'll just disappear and no one will support he'll him? He'll probably
2: more? be dead before he does that, honestly. I don't uh, mean that some wish
0: so, death on anybody. But Somebody I know said that they, they work in uh, the medical field and they've seen a lot of people that are bipolar and stuff like that, they get off their medication, they usually have something episode like this and then they'll realize what they've done when they come out of the episode and they'll kill themselves. So I mean I hope that I hope that's not the case, but like that kind of makes sense. Well it's like if you're and like people that are in switch between episodes or go through episodes do a lot of damage and then when you come out it's like you go berserk for a minute and then your like loved ones are dead. Yeah. And then it's like, man, I can't live with this anymore. So I hope that's not the case with them. Yeah.
2: I do want to clear the air though, and, uh, and I want to say this one more time. I do not, do Condoned not violent. condone. I think, but killing as, of the Jews. <laughs> no, but if you're, <laughs> okay. if you're, I think it's or okay Or condemning anybody I, to death. I think it's okay to it's say. What you said I, right he, he, the interview. If he had said, if he had said, I'd kill you in a heartbeat.
0: I, I, <laughs> I love all of humanity, and Hitler was a part of humanity. Yeah. That was so under that part. umbrella, exactly. Like yeah. we're, we're all human here, and that does not excuse the terrible acts, but exactly at the same time you can't deny one part of humanity
2: and say you love all of it at the same time. I think his Christian album was a total cash grab. I'm sorry. He's not he's not religious. When you turn around, you make two religious albums and then turn around and the next song you come out with is full of cursing and talking about sexual things. I'm sorry. You're not religious.
1: His uh he used to be religious and I think is a final attempt in uh final attempt in Donde. making it back was uh, trying to appeal to everybody by being religious. Uh, and, I mean, I do believe somewhere he was, in his mind, he was really trying to be different and trying to change his life and really trying hard to be Christian or because he, I don't think he's Christian. He said he, he said what religion he was. But anyway, and I think it's a final attempt he tried and he really couldn't do it. So it's, it's completely different. Uh, he's changed. A lot, which sucks, but, you know, it's life. So We'll see where he ends up in the next five years. Five years. Three years.
2: Probably three. But anyway, I mean, do you know any other celebrities or anybody like that that had, a, uh, had these type of instances where they crash and burn all because of their own doing? Well, there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Uh Any of them that stick out to you, rather. What's her name?
1: What's the singer that, like, a ton of tax evasion. Oh, she's going to jail. Shakira? Yeah, I think. She's got like 11 years or something like that. She actually going to jail? Oh, yeah. It's like a big deal right now. Why don't you just oh, pay yeah. those off? She's R. Kelly. Oh, God. Okay. R. R- <laughs> Kelly, that's a big <laughs> deal right now. Um,
0: I did it. I did it. I admit it.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, countless rappers that killed people and went to jail. Um, I don't know. But there's there's also rappers like... Not rappers, but singers in general. I think we Marco hold Buble, that's doing good right now.
0: So. A, one, because the popularity of celebrities, we hold them to such high standards.
2: I was literally about to say that. Yeah. Oh,
0: man. Uh, and it them. puts such a strain on them. Like, think of us. What if you were suddenly famous for some craft you made, and then you're not only expected to continue up in your craft on that uh, and getting better, but you're also supposed to be uh, straight and narrow and according to whatever society
2: and twitter and all that stuff Thanks. yeah but You're i also constantly being criticized i will say i don't believe that they also went into that field whether it be hollywood or singing uh, i don't think they went into that field as goody two shoots either i think a lot of them were. no it's branded destined to fall if that makes sense are destined to follow fa- fall into the trap of hollywood and we build Canada. you up to, to tear you down exactly yeah so. I mean, look at the paparazzi and the the news media. They're always they if it wasn't if it wasn't Kanye, it'd be somebody else. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's not going to ever change. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, as weird as this conversation has gotten off topic, I think that yes, there's a lot of pressure of being in Hollywood and stuff like that. And of course, I wouldn't know because I've never been there. But I would assume, you know, with that type of popularity and that type of following, you're, you're it's taxing on you because you always had to present yourself a certain way when you have never been that way. It's almost like, um, oh, like Chris Pratt. You know, we see Chris Pratt as the goody two shoes of Hollywood, even though we all you know he is probably a really good man. But one day someone's gonna bring something up about him, and it's gonna, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna happen one day. And they're already trying it, you know, like, oh, his, his conservative views, you know, that's, what they're, that's, that's the only talking point they have on him right now, but I something just, will come up. But, like, you've got to remember, there's a hi- hi- hypocritical viewpoints we have of
0: these people to be perfect in many ways, and yeah, when they're just, I and mean, a lot of other ways other
2: than their acting are the craft that they're doing. Right. They're just like us. I mean, you know how many presidents had, like, mistresses and, yeah, exactly. and oh. stuff like that? Like, there's not a single perfect person. I'm not saying go out and get a mistress, but I'm saying if you ever expect anybody to be perfect, like JFK, you're very, you're very, uh, you're very ignorant of the world around you. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Brody's not perfect. Okay. All right. So, all right. All right. Well, Let's stop, pretty, stop it, Noah. Please. Yeah. Don't stop it, Noah. <laughs> but you know, perfection is the only person that was ever perfect was Jesus. I mean, or, You know, I mean that's what I believe. So if you assume that you're perf- perfect or you can't do no wrong, then you're a narcissist or, or egotistical. Yeah. So.
0: Or just don't. If you're constantly looking at others, especially big names and criticizing them for every action it's like maybe you should check on yourself
2: Uh, our star our star or or or
0: maybe we should just stop putting these people on such huge pedestals
2: it's it's honestly and this is going to sound very controversial as well it's almost like the school shooter things. let me explain every time a school shooter every time something happens with a school shooting they what's the first thing they do on the news they pop their big photo up on on the news and say, you know, they talk about him, talk about his life story, talk about all the stuff, and there are people out there that are craving attention because they're not getting it in their home life. And so, when they see, and I know it's psychotic, but when you crave that type of attention, you're already in a bad mental state of mind. You'll you'll find do you'll find and do anything to to get that sort of attention. Mm-hmm. So a lot of your school shooters obviously did not come from good homes. It's been proven, right. Most of the school shooters have been come from bad homes that they didn't get the attention that they actually deserved as children, as young adults, and as adults. And come on, man. And when you when they, when I, I don't even know how to say it, I think that we live. Anyway, I I I need to get, get off that topic, and the, I'll talk about it later. But
1: the thing is, when uh, when they do, it gets me fired up. Uh, show those school shooters anybody a bomber or whatever, they get what they want. Exactly, and it's it's enabling them. And unless, uh, and even if this, and this is pretty dark, but even if the shooter or the bomber ends up killing themselves, uh, they still get exactly what they They get that self
2: satisfaction knowing that when they die, even regardless if they die, they're still getting They'll the always that people are remembered. still going to hear their name and people are going to remember the name for years to come. Like Columbine. Yeah, exactly. Like, I get my name on a wiki page forever. Yeah. As silly as that sounds, sometimes when you're that desperate, that's all that matters to you. Yeah. Is that, is that sound weird? like do do, am i going off on a rabbit trail that doesn't make any sense no okay because i mean we all seek attention in some way shape or form whether it be like you know i want you to text me and say hey how are you doing today or whether i want to sit down and have a conversation with you on a podcast or something in our lives we want someone to notice us we never as much as we all want to say we want to be in the background and not be seen i think that's foolish i think all of us want to at least in my case i know personally I may not want to be known, like everybody come up to me and give me hugs and kisses and gold, but I want to build a legacy that others will know does that does that make sense yeah, so I'm striving for to build a legacy that people will remember for thousands of years hundred years it's honest honestly like you know your grandpa like he probably never even I'm not saying he wants everybody to know him, but he's leaving a legacy that people will remember him for now you know he's not dead or anything I'm not saying he's you get, but you get what I'm saying yeah. right you know, and your dad. He made he, you know, your dad's leaving a legacy of a Who's caregiver. That? Yours. Okay. Who's yours? Noah's. Noah's dad. Rex. He's leaving a legacy, of caring, kind, and compassionate, and always willing to do something for somebody else. Yeah, he's awesome. You know, and then my dad, my dad's going to leave a legacy of always being a hard worker and always willing to pick it, take his coat off for the person next to him. It's, you're going to leave a legacy regardless, but some people crave it and they don't see past their, what they're going through. Especially if you're in an abusive or terrible household. Anyway, I better get off that topic. I'm sorry. Continue, Noah. Where were we?
1: Uh, Well, we were talking about celebrities and then we were talking about school shooters. we
0: (laughs) got From fashion and shoes to Kanye and school shooters. No, we
1: went from movies to fashion to Kanye to school shooters and then your dad. Oh, yeah, your dad's cool, by the way. Yeah, we like your dad's awesome. Could have sworn I saw him the other day. I'm not even kidding. Literally, it was him. He's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's I in know. In the bushes. <laughs> I was like I saw him, and I was like, he shouldn't be here. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, maybe he's omnipotent. He's omnipotent. Everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> all at once. He's an angel. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Hey, I wouldn't doubt it.
2: There's a guy on TikTok that is a, uh, uh, I think he's a carnivore diet advocate, and he looks Leverking. just no. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he looks just like Rex.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is your dad rip by the way?
0: <laughs> six foot six,
2: all muscle. Yeah. All muscle.
1: 280 pounds of just pure you lean. You can shoot him with a
2: bullet and it bounce off of
1: him. <laughs> eats the bullet.
2: He eats the bullet. No, uh, he looked just like your dad. It was wild. I was like, oh, is that Rex? He's like, wait, no. Just send it to me. I will. I'll send it to you. I'll find a video and I'll send it to you.
1: Yeah, there's the guy, uh, speaking of carnivore diet, the guy that eats like the. Liver? No. He eats the other parts of the cow that no one else eats.
2: Tongue, eyes, yeah. nose. That's disgusting. More, but yeah. The hoofs.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally, he he goes to these meat markets, Isn't it? and they're underneath. It's so disgusting that no one wants them that they're underneath the freezer. That's how he gets his food. They're I'm frozen they- underneath, the underneath the freezer. It's stuff that they have to push back because I mean, no one wants them, and they just sit there for days. And, he goes, and he goes, "I'm gonna get this." That. Pulls it out and eats it, I'm like, dude.
2: Isn't it crazy how big the carnivore diet has kind of blown up in the last couple months? If the last couple of years, honestly. I think the carnivore
0: diet is just a reinvention
2: of the elimination
0: diet, which is just like, yeah, it makes sense if you stop eating crap all the time and eat meat, meat, which is generally pretty, it's bioavailable with nutrients, and then um, it's pretty clean for the most part. Uh, yeah, obviously. It's like obviously you're going to be
2: healthier. My problem with the carnivore diet is not that, I don't think it works, but is it a long term thing? It depends on your genetics. Like, there's some people out there that have done it for ten 15 there's no,
0: years. But like, if you're going to be healthy for the rest of your life, you're not picking. You're not going to live on a fad diet. You're going to live on what's best for your body, right?
2: You know, that's kind of the reason why I like intermittent fasting. I know that's not necessarily a diet, but it eliminates your over time. No, not not right as you're obviously when you when you first start intermittent fasting, it sucks because your stomach hurts and stuff like that. But as you get more involved in intermittent fasting, it kind of regulates when you eat and how much you eat because you're only giving yourself a certain amount of time to eat. Now, if you're a, a total pig and you're like, oh, I only have four hours to eat, so you just keep shoving bonbons down your throat until <laughs> you can't hardly stand up straight because you're swollen, you know, that. then that's obviously not a good form of dieting or planning. But like intermittent fasting as a whole, if you do it right, is whether re- regardless if you lose weight or not. It's a good way to regulate yourself from just snacking on stuff that you don't need for your body cuz I know intermittent fasting also assists with regu- regulating the different chemicals in your body and stuff like that. I so I
0: think any, any diet that can help you recondition for the long term is
2: probably good. Exactly.
1: Exactly. What do you what's your diet, Brody? <laughs> Strict diet of coffee and cigarettes. And cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually uh I know you don't have a diet. No, let me finish. How do you know I don't have a diet? You you ca- are you calling bro, me you fat? You don't know. I I'll fight you everything. right here, right now. Put your fisticuffs up.
0: What's, fisticuffs? Your, what's your bench,
1: man? Like two twenty eight. Nice, really. Uh, actually Impressive, I have a no skinny idea. guy like you. I haven't. No you're two twenty eight. Uh, you're not that guy. Uh, uh, you're not <laughs> that guy, pal. No, but seriously, uh, my my diet consists of uh, I don't know, man, just whatever I want to eat. Seafood, you know. You see it, you eat it, dude. Seafood. I'll eat it. I'll eat anything, dude. You you put it in front of my face, I'll eat it. Okay, maybe not everything, but Yeah, you know.
2: Mr. I don't like cheese, but then turns around and eats.
1: Okay, I don't like cheese like cottage cheese or just eating cheese off a of cracker. I think that's gross. But if cheese is like made into something that I can't taste, sure, I'll eat cheese. Why not? If, if it's pepper jack cheese, I'll eat a handful of pepper jack cheese. Why not? Makes no sense. I'll eat it on a burger. Why not? Like
2: I don't like cheese, but What's I like What's a food cheese. that you can not eat by itself? I know you can't eat cheese,
1: brody, but what about you? Noah? I can't so eat olives.
2: I yeah, I can't eat olives. I love olives. Olives, are,
0: olives are like, I have that craving like once a year
1: for olives. Do you just eat a jar of olives? No, not that much.
0: They're weird. What do you think will happen? If
1: you eat a jar of olives, just in one sitting, what will happen? Nothing. <laughs> Probably gassy. Will you turn into an olive?
2: <laughs> or you get you
1: shrivel like a prune because all that salt that's in olives. Oh, I know something. I cannot physically eat or get near anchovies. I don't think it's- that's disgusting. Absolutely the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I was at a really nice restaurant. It was for someone's birthday. And it was in a meal. And I didn't know what it was. So I just ate the whole thing. It was like this big. It was giant. And I ate it. And we were in a nice restaurant. And I still spit it out. It was the nastiest thing I've ever had in my entire life. I don't think I've spit out any food before. That
2: was, that's one of the only down, things. but you stop. stop yeah, eating. you just stop eating it afterwards. No. Uh, beef liver is disgusting. Like cooked beef liver is very
0: hard to eat. You either like it or you don't.
1: Yeah. but You know what I want? What's that? You know the little fat on the turkey's neck? What's that called? Like a gizzard or a gobble you or something? You want the gizzard. gizzard? You want to chew on the gizzard? I want to get it, throw it in a pan. Pan sear it. <laughs> Eat it.
2: Like a ribeye. Fried gizzard is pretty good. Actually. Fried gizzard? That's a, a thing?
0: Gizzard? It's a chicken express. Of course it's a Really? Let's go express. chicken express. Let's
1: go.
2: That's going to be the name of the episode. Chicken, chicken express.
0: express. Chicken express. This episode brought to you by chicken, chicken
2: express. express. You're oh, more than welcome. Yeah. You. you know that tea's good. It's dude, that ain't tea. That's just sugar, <laughs> sugar water. Chicken Express, where the chicken sugar and chicken
1: is okay. Where the chicken yeah. is, uh, I, I prefer Raising Cane's chicken.
2: Okay. Have you seen them put Raising Cane's chicken under a microscope?
1: Is it good? Does have microbes? Awesome. No, like in terms of
2: like you know, cause this guy will actually go in with his like his microscope, yeah. and pull chicken apart and see like all the different like mists, microplastics and stuff like that. I, uh, I he's I on TikTok. Right to look. I love but uh, right, I think he's got a YouTube ice. channel too. But like, he pulled apart raising Cane's chicken. He's like, "This is the cleanest chicken I've ever seen."
1: Wow. So hey, it's good. I just saw a video where a guy was like, uh, "My unpopular opinions," and he de- he hates Canes. And it was like, "Oh no, that wasn't it." I'm thinking of something completely different. My friend, he said one he doesn't like Taco Bell, which is
2: I mean, horrible. That's okay. You can say yes or no to that. I don't care. No, you, you
1: can't. It's always a yes. Taco Bell
2: is the Taco Bell goes in one end and comes out the other. That's the point. Seconds. That's why you
1: eat it. It's, it's good a, for you. It's a rocket fuel. It's good for and your then soul. he said he doesn't like canes, and I was like, "Why don't you like canes?" Like I don't know. I think he thought the sauce was disgusting.
2: No, I disagree about the sauce. I can understand you maybe not liking the chicken, I but I like the sauce. It. It's, it's very good. peppery. Yeah, yeah. You know
1: very like good. Peppery it's things? good. That's what it is.
2: It is what it
0: is. You like bad oh, black yeah, pepper yeah, things? Yes, I love black pepper.
1: Oh yeah. Anyway, we. I mean. Burger King's disgusting. Well, uh, but no, yeah, oh no, Burger King's, flame boil. Fast food
2: now. Yeah. On a scale, go from one to five.
1: All right, uh, one being the best. Yeah. Why not do five? Why not do worst to best? Uh, Worst to best. Okay, worst, uh, Burger King. Never had a good experience there or food. Four, uh, Jack in the Box. Let's be honest. Three, McDonald's to hit or miss. (laughs) Two, Raising Cane's. Never had a bad experience. One, undecided.
0: Chick-fil-A, obviously.
1: Oh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A wins
0: on quality control. It wins on everything. Customer it service. It's also got Jesus involved. It's also got
1: Jesus. it
0: it's got Sundays though. Jesus and chicken.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one bad thing. After church or whenever. Dude, after that's you're the only time anything.
2: I crave Chick-fil-A. I you like, go oh, man, it's on Sundays. I don't want Chick-fil-A.
0: Closed. We, yeah. should, we should convince everybody to move church, the UPC, to, for you guys to move to church this uh, Saturday.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Yeah. That'd be nice. But wait, why would...
2: So that oh so Saturday after
1: oh uh, yeah, yeah. hey that's silly it would work though you're it silly you're so silly you need to substitute you all
2: right we gotta we gotta cut this quick
1: well I'm staring yeah. at a Christmas tree people
2: uh, yeah so um thank you for bringing that up that's a welcome. good segue yeah um we will have two episodes coming out this Christmas Eve and Christmas Day they'll probably be up around eight to ten a.m. I am obviously not expecting people to watch those like exactly at 10 a.m., but we would like for you guys to listen to those. Those are very special to us. They're going to be good episodes. You better watch them. Um, after that, we will be taking a break until the beginning of January, probably the second week. I'd say probably the the sec- the first the second Monday of January we'll be starting back up. Um, so this is the last episode until next year, except for the Christmas ones, obviously. Of course. But we, I want to thank everybody that's listened to this podcast so far. We are still growing and we're still learning ourselves and what this podcast means for us. But I want to say I appreciate each and every listener for, for their commitment and their reviews, whether their, positive feedback. Or ne- yeah. their feedback, whether positive or negative. Hey, go ahead. And, uh, if you're listening and you, you
0: at least somewhat enjoy this, leave a, a comment. Leave a little maybe constructive criticism if you want. Well, or things you would like to hear more? Uh, exactly. Give us more because this is a 50% audience, 50% creators. Exactly. I think so. Let us know what you want to hear more, and we can gear it towards that.
2: We want to hear you guys. We want to hear from you guys. Or
0: say your favorite episode
2: so far. Exactly. Let's know that. You know, and share. Make sure to share. I know that that's something that you constantly hear on YouTube videos and other podcasts, but it does help. It helps spread the word. It helps us see physical growth that wants us to, that helps us to want to continue to go down this path of building this podcast. So please share. Please comment. Please like the next episodes, and keep following us for
1: more. Even if the, even if what you put down, comment wise, is profoundly negative, provocatively terrible, <laughs> provocatively, I invite you we'll on the podcast. Still, you can get your own spot on this podcast for ten thousand dollars. I don't know. It's pay It's ten thousand dollars per seat for for yeah. the
0: and for the Australian listeners that we somehow have.
2: Please bring Good her.
1: day, mate. <laughs> good day, good
0: day, mate.
2: For your, oh, man.
1: the Australian listeners with their harnesses they don't fly off into the sky <laughs> stop
2: that <laughs> we appreciate you all and we hope you have because this will be the last episode the other two are already pre-recorded um we love you all and we hope to see you guys love after you. the new year and you we- guys have a merry christmas all right i love merry you christmas bye y'all bye. Bye.